Karachi Archdiocese Diamond. On May 20, 2023, the Diocese of Karachi reached 75 years. Established on May 24, 1948, the inaugural Mass of the Jubilee year was celebrated on Pentecost Sunday, May 28, 2023. Karachi used to be part of the Archdiocese of Bombay, Mumbai, but separated from it in 1947 with the creation of Pakistan when, with a population of approximately 400,000, it became the capital of the new country. Archbishop Benny Travass emphasised in his homily the theme of the Jubilee year, reflect, rejoice, renew, and with the chosen biblical verse from Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 26, a new heart I will give you and a new spirit I will put in you. It is believed that St Thomas the Apostle passed through the territory of the present Archdiocese on his journey to South India. At the beginning of the 17th century, Augustinian missionaries came on mission in the Sindh province, and because of the persecution they suffered, they had to leave and were succeeded by the discoused Carmelites, who remained till 1672. And after the conquest of Sindh by the British in 1842-1843, the Carmelites returned to this territory as chaplains to the troops and they remained until 1852 when the Capuchin Fathers took charge. In 1856, the Jesuit priests took over till 1935. There are about 200,000 Catholics in 16 parishes spread throughout the megacity of Karachi, now with a population of approximately 18 million. Bishop Benny stated... God granted the diocese a generous heart, welcoming many ethnic groups, Goans, Anglo-Indians, South Indians, Sins, Punjabis, Mandalorians, Pakari Kolis, and many others. Missionaries, foreign and local, built institutions for the needs of these people. Orphans, lepers, physically and mentally challenged, those in need of medical care, those with addictions, and so on. The diocese also tries to provide education and health care to the people of Karachi through schools, hospitals, colleges, and clinics. Throughout the years, the diocese has faced numerous challenges, both internal and external, including political unrest, economic fluctuations, and social upheavals. The journey has also witnessed significant milestones in fostering interfaith dialogue and ecumenism, and recognising the importance of religious harmony and peaceful coexistence, the Church engages in dialogue with members of other faith traditions, and through these efforts bridges have been built and mutual understanding fostered, leading to a more inclusive and harmonious society. St Patrick's Cathedral is situated in the heart of Karachi and was opened in 1878. Irish soldiers who served in the British Army contributed generously to the cost of its construction. And recently the Sindh government refurbished and strengthened this impressive cathedral 
and as the people arrived to enter the compound, they had to go through solid security checks so that nothing untoward would happen. The start time was given at 5pm, so mass started at 5.40. The summer sun pierced intermittently through the clouds and people wiped sweat from their faces. At times, a gentle wind blew in from the Arabian Sea, giving welcome relief. In the church compound, 5,000 chairs had been arranged for seating, and these soon filled up, yet people continued to pour in, resulting in about 2,000 having to stand. Among the congregation were about 700 Pakari Koli tribal people. At Christmas 2020, I took up an appointment to be on mission with these people, and over recent years many of them have come from interior Sindh to Karachi in the hope of obtaining work in factories and a better future for their children. They have fled from the unjust landlord system where they laboured as landless peasant farmers, and many still work as peasant farmers on landlord properties in villages situated to the east of Karachi. They were invited to the Jubilee Mass and given the privilege of praying a prayer in the Pakari language. A family was involved in the offertory procession and three young women presented a graceful liturgical movement called Arti, A-R-T-I, with its accompanying hymn at the time of the doxology. And these three young women had left their villages and farm work so that a teacher could prepare them well for the Arti. The Missionary Sisters of Charity are also on mission with the Pakaris. They visit the villages and had a hair-cutting and bathing day while the buffaloes and goats looked on. Four buses transported about 500 people, including adults, children and infants, who happily piled aboard. And travel to the city of Karachi from the villages took a few hours. For most of these people, it was the first time they had seen the bustling city and their eyes opened wide. We didn't imagine in our minds that there would be such high buildings, they declared. And before the Our Father prayer, the commentator invited the Pakari Koli Catholic young women from the village to perform the prayerful liturgical arti. He explained, Liturgy is diverse. It is the glorification of God and the sanctification of the people. When liturgy meets culture, we become one with the soil. It is a welcome to Jesus present in the Eucharist. It also acknowledges the presence of the loving Trinity. The Trinity of love encompasses the people gathered here as well as in all of creation. God is the source of life. Everything is in God's hands and without God there is nothing. Jesus is our teacher and we are his disciples. During the Mass, hundreds of hawks circled in the sky, some souring high, others swooping low. And people on roofs of nearby buildings had bird's-eye views of the celebrations. Boys flying kites in the streets added to the Pentecost spirit as the kites fluttered above. A red kite appeared above the altar at the time of consecration. The distribution of Holy Communion coincided with the sunset, and from the loudspeaker of the nearby mosque, Allah O Akbar, God is great, rang out for all to hear. And when the drone camera appeared above, a tribal man commented, 
I thought it was Jesus coming down. Karachi, the city of lights, then lit up, and mass concluded with fireworks. We suddenly ducked down as we thought a bomb had exploded, declared some of the Bakari people. St. Patrick's Cathedral and compound had become the bright shining light of Karachi. In conclusion, Bishop Benny stated, I invite each and every one of you during the Diamond Jubilee year to reflect, rejoice and be renewed so that truly we may all have a new heart and a new spirit. The local Christians asked the Bakari people, where are you from? Are you from the desert area? What are these clothes and many bangles that you wear? What is this language that you speak? Are you Christians? And the tribal women were surprised when they noticed that many city women were not covering their heads with a dupatta, a headcloth. The Karachi people said, Thank you for coming to the Jubilee Mass. We didn't know of your existence, and so it was a joy for us to pray together. The Pakaris felt a warm welcome and acceptance from the Karachi Catholics. They reflected, we felt as one with the city Christians. We saw and now believe that we are not only a few Christians, but very many. A local priest commented, it is historical that with the tribal people from the villages present for the first time, the Diocese of Karachi was visible in all of its dimensions. And this experience captured something of the spirit of a church of synodality that Pope Francis is calling forth with his vision. It was wonderful that Columban Father Joseph Joyce was present as a week later he retired from mission in Pakistan and returned to Ireland. Joe had been on mission in Pakistan for 30 years. His humble, loving, kind and committed service to the church and people of Pakistan had also given new heart and spirit to those he journeyed with. The Pakari Koli people, full of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, boarded their buses for the return journey to their simple life in the villages. On the way, the army rangers stopped the bus and checked them over. And on looking inside the bus, they noticed many hammocks and inquired, What are these and who are you? And they replied, These hammocks have our babies sleeping in them, and we are Christians and have been to celebrate our feast day. Some males travelling on the roof of the bus went to sleep and on arrival at the village had to be woken up. And the next morning they were back attending their recently opened village school and then tilling Mother Earth and talking about the wonderful experiences of the previous day which they treasured with a new heart and a new spirit. That article from Father Dan O'Connor who lives and works in Pakistan.